The following is a presentation from the MJ Cast, the internet's premier podcast on all things Michael Jackson. You're listening to the MJ Cast by MJ fans or MJ fans. The idea is to uh, innovate, or else why, why am I doing it? When I create my music, I feel like an instrument of nature. You let it create itself, really. I know I do. And I love to entertain. That's that's one of my favorite things. Welcome to the MJ Cast, your source of news and discussion on the King of Pop. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Q. Welcome to episode 59, our June 25th special. Today, we are with Jason Garcia from the MJ Cast en Español. Jason and I are joined by French fans and authors, Isabel Petitjean and Bryce Najar. Today we will learn about their fan stories, hear from them how they heard about Michael's passing and have dealt with that since, and touch on their current projects and a terrific upcoming MJ Music Day event in France later this year. Later in the show we will also hear from a number of the MJ cast listeners directly who will share where they were when they heard the news and also what they love most about Michael Jackson. This is a difficult day for all that love Michael. His love is still felt now as it was when the awful news broke that day in 2009. We want you to know that you're not alone in your grief out there and we all share the burden. But we as fans also share the love for Michael that sustained him in the times he needed it most. And that's what will light these dark times for us all. Knowing we are united together in our love for Michael and the amazing inspiration he's been to us all around the world. We hope that today, by you joining us, hearing from other fans just like you, and celebrating Michael through musical tributes, makes this difficult and emotional day just a tiny bit easier. Bryce, this is your first time, and Isabel, yes. this is your first time on our channel, as you have spoken to Jason, Ale, Sandra, over at Espanol before. Yeah. Which there's also a great English version of the show on their YouTube channel. Isabel, Bryce, thank you for joining us on this special day of remembrance here on the MJ Cast. Hello. You're welcome. Hello. You're welcome. Thank you, MJ Cast, for, for this opportunity. Oh, it's a pleasure. Bonjour and hola. Jason, hello. <laughs> hola, everybody. So Jason over in Houston, Texas, and Bryce and Isabel over in France, and I'm in Perth, Western Australia, so all corners of the globe. Oh, yeah. That's oh. incredible. <laughs> and Michael has brought us all together. Yep. Yes, Michael makes great things. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Did, would you like to give a special hello to your French-speaking listeners out there? Oh, I would like to say hello to all, my, to all my followers on Facebook and French people and people I met in uh, USA last year in Gary and uh, to every people that are listening to us, even if it's later <laughs> in, in this time. And how about you, Bryce? Would you like to give a special French hello? Oh, hello to all the fans in all the wonder world. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. All right. Well, um, we've got some questions for you, and and to make it easy, we sent them ahead so you could practice your English, which is fine. Your English is great, and it's always good to have different accents from different <laughs> countries on the show. 
But um, I'll start at the top. So we're going to ask you about your life before Michael Jackson and Isabel. Ladies first, I'll start with you. Would you tell us a bit about yourself? Like where did you grow up? Uh, maybe some studies that you had to do and what you do for your job? Um, yes, I'm a musician. I'm music teacher in a college in France. Uh, since uh, 20 years. I grew up as a classical musician. I made my studies in a classical academic uh, school. I started to play the piano at five, so it was really young. Now I'm a musicologist. I wrote some analysis, uh, particularly about Michael, uh, some books. Uh, I just finished my thesis, my doctoral thesis in the University of Paris-Sorbonne about Michael. I'm mother. I am. I have uh, four uh, kids, and uh, that's all. I think it's it's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. That's very busy. <laughs> you do well. So, Bryce, and how about yourself? Can you tell us a little bit about where did you grow up, your studies, and also what you do for a job? Oh, uh, I was born in Nancy in the French Alps in 1979, and I grew up in the same uh, area. I, at school, I studied logistics and transport. And now I have worked in the same company, Schneider Electric, for 11 years, uh, where I am in the charge of shipments to many countries in Europe. I don't have a musical uh, job. <laughs> <laughs> so, Isabel, what were your earliest memories of Michael Jackson? Oh, the first one was uh, when uh, they played the thriller, the thriller video on TV. I was uh, 10, and my uh, brother who is uh, as old as Michael, he went to, to take me in my room and for me to watch this video on TV. And uh, I was really impressed because there were zombies and all those things, but the music with the film was something really the first time we can uh, see this in France. So he really um, wanted me to see that because it was incredible for this time. It was in '83. And uh, next, I saw Michael in the video Billie Jean, and I thought it, he was really a, a, a really nice boy. <laughs> and my brother bought me the, the album, Thriller. I start to listen to it every day, every day, every day with headphones. It was really magical for me because uh, the sound was so pure. It was... Uh, for me, I, I was playing music and classical music since uh, five years, and it was really something classical in the sound, the horns, uh, the strings. I was really proud to listen to this and to say to my parents, hey, listen to this good music. It is not bad pop music, and uh, that's really a, a great job. And I could imagine when I was listening the image of Michael recording, and I was really... Um, curious about this. It was intriguing for me. So it is a, a first uh, meeting between music and image and video. Music was speaking about image and uh, image was you were calling music. It was really spontaneous. I was Incredible. fascinated by this. Yes, I was fascinated by that. And, by that. And were you young then, quite young? I was uh, 10, and when I started to listen to Thriller every day, I was 12. So, yeah, and quite young. Wow. Yes, so, the and image and the music, that would have been quite uh, yes. impressive for, the, for such a young girl. 
Yes, yes, really, and it was really a, ni- a nice and a good music, a deep music. This uh, creativity with uh, this music film video, it was great. It was like magical, you know, something magical. And I was starting to learn English at this era. And so I, I was reading for the first time the lyrics of the songs. It was a great thing in France to have these lyrics on a sleeve, on a record sleeve. And uh, I was trying to understand and I was asking to my English teacher, what does it mean masquerade? Why does he, he say wanna be starting and not I want to be starting? And... That these things, I still have these things in mind because uh, all start together in the same time. English, uh, Michael Jackson videos, and it was matching. <laughs> the perfect storm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, Bryce, what are your earliest oh. memories of Michael Jackson? Oh, it was in September 1987. I was eight years old, and my big sister wanted uh, to watch a Madonna show live in Italia, maybe you know, on, on TV. I didn't want to, to go to bed, so I sat on the sofa to watch it uh, with her. But before, uh, before the show, they were, they were broadcasting a documentary about Michael, who had uh, just released the, the, ba- the bad album uh, at this time, you know. It was a shock to discover this incredible artist, and that's how it started for me. Uh, a few days later, I asked my parents to buy the, the bad album. It was a tape at the time. Nice memories. <laughs> <laughs> I started my Thank first you. bad album was a cassette as well. Uh, yes, yeah, that's right. Me too. Uh, Thank you, Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yep. <laughs> Maybe your next book will be Madonna, Bryce? Oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> that would, I just, uh, when the 80s, 90s, I, I, I like my donor, but after, it's, it's more difficult. Uh, yeah. So we're going to take a music break now before we move on to a more Michael Jackson-centered questions. So our first music break today is actually the Human Nature Never Can oh. Say Goodbye from the Cirque du Soleil Show 1 in Las Vegas.
Hey, this is really, really Brad Sundberg, studio engineer and technical director for Michael Jackson and host of In the Studio with MJ. You're listening to the MJ cast. Isabel, what is your MJ fan story? How did you get to where you are now in the MJ fan community? Uh, well, I didn't have the chance to go to the concert. I was really near. I saw people waiting for him. It was uh, in Nice on French Riviera in 88. I was uh, 15, but uh, it was not possible for, for my mother and me to pay to see him. So instead, I was waiting all day long in front of his hotel, the Negresco. I hoped to see him, but I don't know. I, I saw someone at, at the window uh, at one moment and I told to myself, um, you, you will never be able to see him. So maybe the only chance you have to be so near to him. And uh, the following years, I was really often uh, in French Riviera in the same uh, time when he was there with uh, Lisa Marie or for other things in Monaco. And, but when uh, people was telling me, oh, Michael is here, I, I was uh, answering, uh, I won't be able to see him. There are too many people, uh, too many things. And I, I developed something like agoraphobia. I don't know if... That's when where you're I, outside with a big group of people. You yes, do not feel yes. good. Yes, yes. It was uh, for 20 years. I was not able to go in uh, streets, in supermarkets. And so in a, a big concert for my court was just impossible for me. So I keep on listening to him on records, on, uh, on tapes. Things start to become uh, difficult for me with Dangerous because it was really, for some parts of the album, difficult to hear. At this era, I was listening to Gregorian music, uh, middle-age uh, middle music, and uh, Michael was really far with uh, New Jack Swing and all those noisy music. So I was, I was loving still some of his songs, like Who Is It, like uh, Heal the World or uh, Giving to Me. But for James, for uh, Can't Let Her Get Away, it was hard to listen for me. Some years after, uh, I understood uh, it, it was too far for me at this moment. Mm -hmm. And uh, I meet him another time. Uh, a few years later, I was, uh, I was able to hear this kind of music. In France, rap was not so hard to listen. And it was really uh, something uh, typically black America uh, for me. Next, still, I was still listening to him. But um, when he died in uh, eight years ago, it was really, really dramatical for me. And uh, I was really um, upset with um, media where only uh, speaking about his sellings, uh, the number of recorded his sale and all those things. But they were, they were never explaining how he did his music to sell so many records to black, to white, to young, to old. And I was really upset with that. I, I would have loved to listen someone to explain to people the intelligence and uh, the philosophy that was in his music. So I went back to the university to write this thesis about Michael's music because uh, I wanted this to be done in France by someone. And it was for me the moment to do something to tell him thank you very much for what you bring us, for the, what your music brought to the world. So it was my little thank you for him because it was too late to do anything else for him. Mm -hmm. 
I hope that you got a good mark, a good grade for your thesis. Bryce, do you share similar experience to Isabel? What is your fan story? Oh, I think uh, I had a classical fan story. After discovering the, the bad album on tape, I did the same with, with Thriller and Off the Wall. And when Dangerous is, was released, I asked my parents for a CD player. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh, minutes. That's right. That's right. Over the first years of my passion, I discovered uh, J5 and uh, Jackson's album too. And uh, when I was a teenager, I recorded TV programs and short films on, on videotapes. And of course, uh, the, the live at Bucharest. Mm-hmm. And uh, every time a new album w- was released, it was, a, it was a big day. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that, was, uh, that was incredible. The best era for me is history because I saw Michael on stage. In, uh, I saw I saw him in, in Lyon, in France, in Lyon, uh, in June twenty uh, fifth, nineteen ninety seven, and uh, the show was the least crowd of the tour. So I had the opportunity to move abo- about and get very close to the stage. It, that was incredible. Wow. Uh, but uh, two years later, I saw MJ and friends in Mu- in Munich, and it was very different. And I discovered the German people are. Are very tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's right. This is my story. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Actually, Jason, this is a question for you. Oh. Yeah. So, Jason, in previous shows, we've learnt about your fan story, but something we haven't heard is when you learnt of the passing of Michael, how did you learn the news? Oh, my God. You're trying to break my heart again. I <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was on my way to school, uh, driving, and we had cell phones back then already, so I started getting text messages and people calling me to tell me, did you see the news? And I'm like, uh, no, what happened? I thought another 9-11 had happened. And I'm like, no, what, what happened? And Oh, Michael Jackson died. And I'm like, yeah, sure, don't, don't listen to that stuff. Come on, don't waste my time with that. So... I was telling that to people, and but the more calls I got, I'm like, this is getting serious. Like, like a lot of people are calling. <laughs> like, what's going on? And uh, I got to college, and I'm like, gosh, I, I'm not able to watch TV because I have class now. So I got in, and I was hoping that the computer uh, lab would let me, you know, check regular pages because sometimes it's blocked. But I got the computer out, and 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 I went in to CNN.com. And they were not confirming anything. I thought CNN was a very reliable source. And I didn't want to trust TMZ or any of, any of those. So I was like, I'm not going to, you know, accept this situation until CNN says it's done, you know. And God damn it, they took forever. <laughs> I think they were the last ones to confirm it. So oh, no. <laughs> therefore, I was in the, for all those hours, which was like four hours after they announced it in TMZ. I was in denial and I got until four, four or something in the, in the evening. And then they said it, you know, we confirmed that Michael has passed. And, and then I was like, uh, nah, I still don't believe it now. <laughs> and, uh, I was just in denial for a couple of weeks. I think I was actually kind of sad because I wasn't feeling anything. I'm like, why am I not feeling anything for MJ right now? I should be crying and you know, but I'm not, I'm just like, it's like, I don't even care, but I do care. But I think it was the shock. I was just in shock and uh, I was in denial. I didn't want to believe the story. I oh. thought I thought they were, they were going to say at any moment, hey, this is just, you know, uh, propaganda for MJ's concert and he's fine. He's good. 
But nah, that never happened. Wow. Good old CNN running light. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm burning CNN right now, but I'm roasting them. <laughs> it's, uh, that's what happened. And then after they started doing documentaries and playing his music and his life, a, one of those days, I don't even know which, con- which documentary or which report, I was in my room and, and, and then that's when it kind of, it hit me. It hit me like a hundred percent. So everything that I didn't feel in two weeks, I felt it that day at that moment. And, and then I, I, I started crying then. <laughs> All at once. It hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And of course at the memorial, uh, I was watching it with people. I wanted to cry, but I, I, I don't cry in front of people. So I didn't, but it was very hard to watch. Wow. That's, that's my story. My sad story. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And how about you, Isabel? The world, the world stopped in shock, as I did. Oh yes. When Michael passed, yes. so would you share those moments around mm-hmm. the event in your life? Yes, I um, I learned this uh, on the morning, and I was giving uh, the breakfast to my kids, uh, and uh, I don't know why this morning I didn't want to to switch on the TV to watch the news, but at one moment I um, I said to myself, oh I I will see, I will I will watch, and. I switched on the TV and they just was telling that uh, Michael was died and, and I get angry and I said, why, what, uh, why are they saying so? Right. Shit. <laughs> it's really <laughs> so we're, not good publicity. It's that's so stupid. That's uh, yeah. and uh, they were saying that he was died with a heart attack and I was saying to myself, if he he had a word um, heart attack, it was on scene, not in his bed. It's so stupid to say things like that. After a few minutes, I understand that it was really serious. So I just sit down and I was not able to say anything. Uh, I start to cry and my kids were looking at me. They didn't understand. But um, more time was passing and more I was crying. It was just, uh, I say to myself, so we will, uh, we will all die. Uh, Michael is, is dead, so it's stupid, but uh, it, it was someone like a superhero, you know, someone who could live forever, really, uh, was able to, to survive to many so horrible things. And um, when he had the, the accident with Pepsi in 84, I was so afraid for him. And when I saw that uh, he was alive and he survived, uh, for me, it was... It was the man who could really always be able to survive to all. So it was uh, really a shock because uh, I uh, realized this day that we, we, are, we are all human and we are all able to, to die because Michael was, was dead. I don't know how to explain this better, but uh, I think you understand. Yeah, I do. Wow, that's yeah. actually really deep. Yeah. Yeah, I never thought of it much like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you for sharing that, Isabel. So thank you to you. Bryce, where were you and what were you doing when you heard the news? Oh, on the 25th at night, I didn't surf uh, the internet since I, I was watching a Freddie Mercury tribute on a DVD. And then uh, I went to bed. And uh, the next morning, uh, I was sleeping when I, when I got a phone call from my big sister. Uh, again, my big sister, you know, asking if uh, this is it tickets would get uh, refunded. Uh, I paid a ticket for me and my nephew. And I didn't want to believe what she was trying to tell me. But when I saw it on uh, on TV, I realized the worst uh, had happened. And I was uh, devastated. Uh, It was a nightmare. Uh, It was was an horrible day. Uh, Wow. Wow. So they were worried about the tickets. 
at that moment. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. My big, my, my big sister uh, wanted to know, uh, and she a phone call very strange. Oh, but you didn't know at the time. She just came no, to ask you for that. Ah, not at all. I did not know. I did not know anything. Uh, I was sleeping. Uh, I was, I was sleeping very well now. And, uh, so instead, and, uh, instead of her coming to tell you, hey, Michael Jackson has passed, she came to ask you, hey, no. how am I gonna get my money back? <laughs> that's why. That's why. That's, 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 that was a way. That was a way. Wow. Uh, and did you then have to tell your nephew that the concerts um, were not happening and you couldn't I, take your nephew uh, to see Michael Jackson? My, well, my nephew was 15 years old, uh, and my nephew wanted to to see the This Is It show. Uh, so it was his dream, uh, and uh, he, wa he was devastated too. Uh, that's uh, a very sad story. So, guys, how did the French fan community react and cope after the nightmare of this announcement? Oh, I remember the people gathered in the streets all around the country to, to pay Michael tribute. And uh, a lot of people uh, also started going on the forums and social networks yes. to share their, their, their sadness. Uh, yes. I can say that. That was my first contact with uh, forums and, uh, and uh, social network. I never went on these pages before. And uh, it, because of Michael, I started to, to share with other people, to write, to create a blog, to write articles. And uh, during this summer, uh, be before starting to work at the university, I, I was trying to write things, first things. And uh, it was because of him, because uh, I didn't like this kind of uh, network and all those websites and all those things before. But it was the only way to be with, to speak with someone wherever on the, in the world who was loving him, really. It was the only way. It was like a, if a family was emerging in the world, a virtual family. Mm -hmm. It was a, an, a way to not to be alone, you know. Yeah, I wish I would have done that. <laughs> But I did yeah. not. I kept to myself all that time. And uh, that's one of the reasons why uh, I like the MJ cast, because... When I first heard these guys here in Australia, I felt connected. I'm like, oh, there's more people out there, and you know, I'm not, I'm not the only crazy one really enjoying MJ music. <laughs> so. There's a lot of us out there. <laughs> I know now. Great, great big family. So for now, we're gonna yes. listen to a music break. This is gonna be "The Light Went Out Tonight" by Phone Christ. I'll be, I'll be performing the songs my fans want to hear. This is it. I mean, this is really it. This is the final, this is the final curtain call. Okay? And um, I'll see you in July.
Performing the songs my fans want to hear. This is it. I mean, this is really it. This is the final. This is the final curtain call. Okay? And um, I'll see you in July. I love you. I really do. You have to know that. I love you so much. The light went out tonight. The light went out tonight. The light went out tonight in the world. The light went out tonight. The light went out tonight. Bonjour, c'est Christophe Charlot, auteur du livre Sur les pas de Michael Jackson. Merci d'écouter de MG Casts. I hope you're enjoying and will enjoy these musical tributes that we'll be playing in this episode. So, I wanted to ask you both, tell us how you each coped in the years afterwards. Like, for example, could you listen to his music as easily or read books or did you participate in fan projects? For me, I continued, always continued to listen his music, but I was, I think I was not re uh, listening to his music in the same way 
Uh, before it was a fan and musician way to listen to him. And next it was a, I wanted to, to analyze, you know, because I was so upset with journalists, with um, the media, and I didn't understand why, why they didn't talk about quality, the sound, the way to record, all, all those things. And in my head, I was listening to music telling, wow, let's listen to this, just hear this now, this now is why they never speak about that, they only speak about his life and all the, or his money, or all those things, and uh, it was more analytic way to listen to him, uh, more historical maybe, because it was a legacy, I, w I think it was not, not really conscious, but somewhere in my mind, I was thinking him in terms of legacy. But I, I like to dance, to to <laughs> to laugh. To uh, when I listen to him, I'm not a real serious with the pen in the hands. And <laughs> and how about you, uh, Bryce? Yeah, the the first three weeks I couldn't listen to his music at all. But eventually I I felt like it again. Before he passed, I, I was more solitary, an introvert about my passion. But then I started writing quite a lot about the man and music on MJ France Forum. I still read books like I always did. And for the first time, I started going to events in Paris, like Batsenberg Seminar, for example. Oh, yes. Ah, that, that An incredible, <laughs> incredible seminar. Yeah. And the first one ever was actually in Paris. That was the, the first, yes, the first one. Mm. That, was, uh, that was incredible. And uh, was, did you go to the very first one? Yes, the first one. Uh, for, wow. Four, four years ago. Wow. Uh, that was incredible. Did you learn anything new in that seminar? I did a second in, in Germany mm -hmm. uh, with uh, Red Bad Boxer and Michael Prince and uh, Bratzenberg. Mm -hmm. And I saw Brian Lorraine in Paris too. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. You exploded. <laughs> Just wanted to know everything. It happens. <laughs> when, when he passed, I actually, I, I was in shock first. Then I let it go. And then I started to buy desperately everything. So I didn't. I never had that moment where I didn't want to listen to his music. It was backwards. I wanted to listen to all of his music. So I started buying stuff from the Jackson Five, and uh, I, it was a buying frenzy. I don't know how much money I spent. It was a lot. <laughs> don't tell your wife. <laughs> she, uh, she's in my collection, so she knows. <laughs> I could only listen to Off the Wall. It was the only album I could listen to for about. 12 months oh wow really so why that one it's happiness oh. i guess yeah it's a happy album and i think <laughs> it was just yeah made me feel a lot better but i couldn't listen to anything else mm. all right um thank you for uh, sharing that with us guys and i have another question what is it about michael that you love today as much as back when he was here with us um isabel Ah, the Michael uh, that I love today is really is still a magician. Every day I am surprised to see how much I discover things in his music. Seems that we know everything about his music. 40 years we are listening to the Jackson Five, Jacksons, and all, but there are so many surprises in his adult career. So much work behind each track, each song. It's really like uh, gastronomic uh, uh, cooking, you know. For me, he's still there uh, because he's still learning to us many things, not only about music, but about his way to live and his way to see the world as a, as a kid and 
as uh, someone like a shaman and uh, his life uh, is really a, a school of life and is, it is not a career for me it is a mission mm. so there is every day something new about Michael and each day I love him more because uh, I discover things I wasn't able to, to guess before and um, he's a rich person he's um, a humble person and uh, we have many things to learn. Music for him was really um, a media, um, a way to communicate, but to communicate not only fun, only dance, and only all those things which are each important, but to communicate a, a wish, to communicate love, to communicate life and life beyond our life here, I think. is really interesting, is really singular, is really someone more than human. I'm not saying that he's uh, an E.T. Or, or God, but uh, he has a great soul. That's why, for me, he's still there and he's still alive like he wanted to be through his music, his dance and uh, all his messages. Mm-hmm. And how about you, Bryce? Oh, I, I think his voice is very special. And today, I have the sh- same pleasure to, to discover a leak song on the Internet as when I heard uh, a new song in the 90s. To me, his music is out of time, uh, and I never took the artist for a product. Mm. People who think he was uh, just a superstar didn't get the point about the man uh, Michael Jackson, Yes, I think. Yeah, you're right. That's right. So I wanted to say something um, and ask about the French fan community. The French fan community seems not only passionate and protective of Michael, but also super productive. Um, I remember when Frank Cassio was touring on his book tour and French fans really did not go easy on him regarding his brother's involvement in the three questionable tracks on the uh, 2010 album, Michael. And that was inspirational to see. But French fans have always had amazing fan websites and magazines, seminars, events and books and none of those are easy projects. So can you share some of your favorite French fan achievements? And what is it about the French fan community that drives them to achieve so much in Michael's name? Uh, Brice, you can start. Yeah. Yes, uh, I remember when, uh, when I was a teenager, I was fascinated by, by the French people who did uh, the black and white magazine. To me, it, it, it was amazing to see people from my country getting in touch with MJ. He seemed so unapproachable. And nowadays, uh, French people are still involved. But I, I think a, a lot of fans do something uh, all around the world. To be honest, I don't pay more attention to French projects because I think an, uh, an MG fan is a citizen of the world. Michael's music is universal uh, and it made me feel like discovering the world and uh, different cultures, uh, you know, and people. Uh, that's, why I, that's why I try to speak English with you, you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you're doing well. Oh, yo, thank you. Was there any projects like that you might have been involved in earlier on, Isabel? No, no. I was uh, really... Uh, alone with my MG passion, but uh, I, I shared with some friends around me, but I didn't need to go further to find other people to talk about. Mm-hmm. 
after his death that this uh, need uh, starts really mm-hmm. okay I just published my second book uh, on Michael the first one was about Dangerous the sleeve with Mark Ryden the way it matched with the music uh, this book uh, was published two years ago and it was uh, translated in English last year because uh, I went in USA to to give some talks in in the in Washington American University and in Gary for Michael's birthday last year, and uh, people wanted to read my book and it was uh, important to to translate and to give the possibility to the second book uh, that uh, was just published is about Michael's voice. Il était une voix. The the first uh, uh, words uh, we just starting. Uh, fairy tales, you know, something like a voice upon a time or uh, once upon a voice. I don't know how we can translate this. Uh, it's about Michael's voice, the, the evolution of this, this media, the evolution and the ability he had even uh, very young to give emotion to the public. This book evokes uh, really deeply Bruce Swedians were the forward of the book for me. I tried to explain to French people how important uh, and professional was Michael and how pure was this voice who didn't need to be uh, artificially worked as it is uh, the way to do in studios today. And uh, and now we are planning uh, an event with Brice and with an association we created a few weeks ago on the line. And I think uh, Brice can talk about this better than me (laughs) 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 to explain the events that will take place in November. You will do. Well, um, I wanted to ask another question about your book, Isabel, um, your latest one. Is it it quite an academic book? No, it's uh, for a grand uh, public, for wide audience. I don't want to write books for academic. For sure, there are analyses in the book. Uh, It is not biographical uh, because uh, I think uh, biography, Michael's life is important to understand things, but I don't, I'm not going to write uh, the 10th or the 20th uh, biography of his life. It's not uh, interesting <laughs> for me. What uh, interests me is the music and to explain the way this music was made and uh, what he was thinking about as much as I can. So that's why I have uh, deeply uh, at heart to work with uh, his collaborators like uh, uh, Bruce Swedian, Matt Forger, Seth Riggs and people who really knew him for long years and the people who just met him three times in the studio and who really work with him like he wanted music to be done and not with uh, the few money they gave to him uh, the last years to make things and things really quickly. It's important for me to speak about that and but to speak about that on, in a way that is not so academic because it is not in, interesting to read for people. It's too complicated. and uh, So I try to be um, in the middle of the road, you know, because for sure, it's not as easy to read as a, a book on his life, but I want it to be understandable for everybody as much as possible. Incredible. Well, you mentioned a, a number of very recognizable names, um, and Bryce, you have contributed to a number of books. Uh, could you tell us about those books and your recently released book, Let's Make History? Ah, well, I spent uh, a, lot, a lot of time uh, writing and creating topics on the forums. 
And finally, I decided it would uh, it would be more interesting to write books, and I did three so far. Each of them is uh, special, but only the last one is in English and soon in Spanish, for your information. And uh, the first one, Itinéraire Passionné, meaning uh, the itinerary of a passionate person, tells the story of MJ songs released as singles. It was also a way to mix my own memories as a fan with various affirmations about the songs and the musician in studio or live performance. Uh, the, second, the second one uh, tells about the Jackson discography in Epic, after Morton. Each chapter is composed of two parts that deal uh, with uh, one record. The first part is uh, about the story and concept of the, of the album, while the second part uh, reviews each song uh, on the record. And my light Latest uh, Let's Make History is very different uh, because this time I asked MJ collaborative partners to tell about their own experience with the history album, uh, both on begins and continues. Uh, it, wa- it was more difficult because uh, I had to, to get their agreement for, for an interview and uh, none of them uh, knew about me. My goal was to show Michael like an artist and not a superstar. There are 26 interviews in the book, among which uh, Strat Boxer, The Beller, Brothers, and more and more. I will tell you more about it next time, I promise. But if you can't wait, you can find the information on my website, brisnajar.com. And the website is in English. All right. That's a good website, a good website. Thank you, um, Frank. <laughs> uh, well, it was mentioned by Isabel, but... Um, Bryce, we, we, we have spoken to you and, and to Isabel today, and we've also spoken to friend of the show, Hector Bajo, who will be appearing on an upcoming episode. And you are all involved in the upcoming MJ Music Day held on the 18th of November this year, 2017. Mm-hmm. Could you tell us about this incredible sounding event and how fans can attend? Oh, that's, uh, that's an ambitious pro- project. But Isabel and I didn't want to just uh, write books. We want to put uh, the musical process in the spotlight in this event. Uh, we are on a way to welcome Brad Boxer and Michael Prince and to share this opportunity with the, with the fans. Brad will play keyboards and share memories with Michael and the audience uh, will listen to some stuff. But I can tell more now, so you, you will see. Can I say more? Um, uh, another major guest is uh, Gareth Maynard. He's a uh, is a British journalist on BBC. He will present his documentary about Bruce Sweden. He collected accounts from various collaborative partners like Greg Fillingens, Sayeda, and above all, Quincy Jones and Rod Temperton. And yes, mm. yeah, it's an amazing documentary that uh, we, we are we are very honoured. And uh, yes, Hector Barjo is, is a guest too as an author. Uh, with his, ultimate coll- with his ultimate collector book, uh, he will uh, he will join us on stage for the first conference of the day. A lot of surprises. Uh, all, uh, yes, uh, all informations uh, mjmusicday.com. Great. mjmusicday.com. That's right. Excellent. Guys, if you are in France or in Europe, do not miss this because it will be an incredible day. Uh, this, this is for the fans. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for all your hard work in putting that together, guys. Well done. 
Thank you. You're welcome. And I, we wish it every every success, and we'll be make sure to, to talk about it in upcoming episodes and let people know where to get tickets and everything for you. We're going to do a music break now, and then we actually got um, one of my friends to record a little introduction to it. This is uh, my friend here in Perth, local MJ fan as well, uh, my mate Raj Zaman. Following Michael's tragic passing on June 25th, 2009, there was a huge outpour of grief in the subcontinent and in particular from the Bollywood community. Some of Bollywood's modern superstars decided to come together and create a tribute music short film entitled We Lived in His World that featured the likes of Shah Rukh Khan, Hrithik Roshan, Shahid Kapoor, Priyanka Chopra and even Yuvraj Singh, India's beloved cricketer. The song was... Shah Rukh Khan's brainchild and reportedly, upon hearing of MJ's passing, had immediately broken down in tears. The short film was directed by Samar Khan and also featured a dance performance by well-known Indian dancer Prabhudeva. The song is predominantly in Hindi, with a catchy English chorus chanting, We lived in his world, we lived in his life, he was the sound of our music in our lives. We've lost a part of our history. Some of us have lost a part of our growing up. Some people teach by their words others by their lives. Thanks for being with us forever. We love you, MJ. Your legend will never die. Rest in peace, Michael. You truly inspired me and the whole world to make it large. You made the music come to life. Your thought is not just to live life, but to make it large. MJ is with us every day, in our hearts, in our minds.
was the sound of our music and our lives. Now, hoga kohi, fir aisa kahi. He was the sound of our music and our lives. on the Michael Jackson This Is It Tour and you're listening to the MJ cast. I wanted to ask before we go over into the finals, final questions. I have a question about your book uh, about the cover of the Dangerous album. More than a question is, is something I, I wanted to say. You were talking about how Michael is influencing everybody and you talk in the book about the high cultures and the low cultures And, and that was very interesting to me that uh, you explained that in the book. Would you be able to tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I think it's really um, at the heart in the Michael conscious uh, mind. He wanted to break barrier. And uh, for sure, we always talk about black people and white people, black music and white music, because in USA, it's really uh, uh, opposite. Uh, it's really separated. But um, more deep than that, uh, he wanted to unite uh, everybody and to unite every art. His ability to dance, to sing, to to compose, uh, to have this visionary uh, view about um, image, video, and all those things that can go with the music. Uh, it's really a point of conjunction, <laughs> it's difficult to say, uh, in the history of music in the world, I think. Maybe if Mozart was uh, in, in our era, he would have done the same. Um, but it's really a genius. And he, he, he was on the earth for this. And the, his way to bring together uh, music and arts for people who are very cultivated and people who are not so much cultivated is uh, uh, really something that, um, like a message, you know, it is deep. Uh, written in his uh, DNA to, to do that. And we can write pages and pages to explain this, but he, he's the one who did it, really. And uh, that's why he's so sincere. We can't say that he's a product and he, he just did that for money for, for to, to sell many, many records to everybody. It is not something calculated. And uh, I think it's interesting to give uh, art to people that can just uh, divert people really well. But when we are trying to, to think about and to see deeper in the music or in the design covered art, we can see there are more layers, cultural layers, and we can guess how much Michael was cultivated. He is like an iceberg and we just see the, the part above. We, we don't see what is uh, uh, at the first look, how much things he can put in an artwork. That's why his work will live forever, because we have many things to understand. He puts 
a lot of things that can be seen or can't be heard at the first time. And uh, that's like great artists functioned. Uh, you see Michelangelo and uh, De Vinci or Dürer and all those people from Renaissance. Um, since today, or like Jerome Bosch to speak about Dangerous, the, the Garden of uh, Earthly Delight, still today we are trying to understand what they wanted to show us, what they wanted to say. And I think, Michael, that will be the same for him. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting to me how you compare and said pop music is for the mass media and is for mass distribution. Anybody can buy a copy, but that doesn't mean that that is not art, yes. you know, and, and that yes. was very interesting to me how you said Michael put all of the high arts, you know, dance and yes. paintings and everything into making it available for everybody. And therefore that makes him completely different than anybody else. And that yes. was it's super and interesting. Yes, and the way he was, uh, he was composing and he was recording, it took so many times, so many experiences, so many quality uh, for the sound, but it's not for pop music. It is not music uh, done for kilometers, you know. It is really uh, detailed. It is really respectful for, for the people, for... Uh, uh, It's Michael. Uh, it's not for the money. It's not to be done uh, quickly because we have to, to publish a record. No. Uh, he wanted to take the time to, to do the better, the best, the best he was. Uh, and that's why Bruce was always saying with Q, the music first. With Michael, there was their, their motto. Mm -hmm. It's a, really an artist, an artist, a, cre a creator, an artist, someone who is illuminated and who can see and hear some things we can't without him see or hear. He put light on the art. Yeah, definitely. All right. Very deep stuff, Q. Very. <laughs> love it. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, I was amazed. Okay, guys. Well, thank you. Thank you, Isabel, for that answer. And is there anything else in the works in the future? You mentioned uh, you guys are doing the Spanish version of some of your of your books or the English versions, right? Yes, the, the, the book on The Voice, on Michael's Voice, is being translated and maybe will be published in USA by a scholar publisher. And I'm planning uh, to do some new talk about Michael's Voice in French and in English for the next months and years waiting for the third one, the third book. <laughs> I think it will be more political, the third one. Okay, Ooh, can't wait. that will be exciting. <laughs> And Bryce, you mentioned you've got uh, one of your your Let's Make History book being translated into Spanish. Yes, I think maybe next next week uh, it uh, it it will be available soon. Uh, you know uh, about my in my future projects. Uh, you know, I I am a bit superstitious and I don't like to tell about my, any future project, uh, but uh, I sure hope to do more and go on with my passion, but. Uh, I am superstitious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so but, for... you, but you are busy. But you are busy. Ah, yes, I try. I try to be. <laughs> okay. So for the you say maybe next week and maybe will be out uh, from on the twenty fifth for uh, commemorating Michael's life. Oh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a difficult question. You know? That'd be nice. Yeah. So. All right. Okay. So this is a question that we ask every special guest that we have on the MJ Cast. And I will start with Isabel. Isabel, how should Michael be remembered? As a human, as an artist, as a genius. Uh, but I think we have to 
to speak and to learn about him as human because people, they neglected this part of him. And uh, as soon as we don't know how he was in his own mind, in his own heart, we don't know. We can't understand really what he wanted uh, to say and to transmit through his music. But music is the basis because uh, without music, without his music, he couldn't dance. He couldn't put images and he couldn't send messages with the words. So music is really the basis, Michael's music. Beautiful. And Bryce, how should Michael be remembered? Oh, I think he, I think he had a 40-year career and we can discover it over uh, again and again. His music is out of time now and we, as fans, must contribute to keep it alive. He was a great artist and he must be remembered. You know, he was a genius uh, and uh, we, will, uh, we will listen to his music uh, every time uh, when you can. So I wanted to introduce Letitia, which is uh, the wife of Bryce. And Letitia, hello. Hello. How are you doing? Hello. Very good. I wanted to say thank you for helping uh Bryce with uh, his English and also for translating his book, Let's Make History. Well, you're very welcome. It's a pleasure for me to help uh, Bryce, of course, and as I am a, a big Michael Jackson fan as well, so that's a, a collaboration, you know, we do together. Well, I'm relieved to hear that you are a big fan because yes. <laughs> you do help him a lot and otherwise you would get very sick of doing him favors. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the book and the translation. So it was, yeah, a lot of good work on your part. Well, thank you. I, I tried my best. I know my English is not that good. You know, I'm just a French person. So <laughs> no, but, you're uh, very good English. Well, I tried to do to do my best, and it was a real pleasure to talk to all these people we got the chance to to interview. So um, I just uh, learned a lot of things as well uh, by doing it. You know, so that's great, great, uh, great experience. Well, I wanted to wish you all the best of success for the MJ Music Day. I imagine that you'll be very busy doing some translating on that day as well. Yes, sure, because we're going to have some very special guests, so uh, I will have to, to translate their, uh, their talking uh, on the stage. And also uh, for the, docu the documentary that um, British journalists will uh, preview, I have to work on the subtitles <clears throat> for the French people, because otherwise it would be difficult for them to understand. So that's what's... That's the plan for the moment. Wow, that's a lot of work. Wow. Well, it's okay. So thank you very much, anyway, for your, for your interest in, uh, in our work. And we're all fans, so it's great to share with people all around the world and any type of people. It's just great to, to be able to, to share and bring, well, pleasure and nice things for, for people to read and listen again. Well, that's what we try and contribute to and sure. try and do that, contribute and bring people together. And, and we have certainly done that today from all over the world. Oh, well, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a question for her. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, I'm always very interested in what the wives think. So, but, you know, so you never get mad. You never be like, stop it with Michael already. You never do that because you're a fan, well, right? Well, 
Well, no, yes, because uh, I'm a fan. I used to be a fan when I was a teenager as well. Uh, after that, I have to admit, I, I went to other type of music. I'm very much into, you know, old 60s or 70s rock and roll, things like that. So I used to listen to a, a lot of different stuff. But um, um, I mean, regularly, I would go back to Michael Jackson, like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Like the the J5 stuff or whatever. Mm -hmm. And when he died, that was a real, real shock. I, I wasn't expected actually to, uh, to be so upset by his passing. And that's, I was one of the, the person that went on the social networks and forums to try to speak to people about um, how I felt about it. And that's how it started really, getting into my life and that's how Bryce and myself met. So this is really oh. like we owe our relationship to Michael Jackson. Nice. <laughs> wow. Cu playing yeah, Cupid. Michael playing it. Cupid. Yes, that's it. Exactly. <laughs> and I guess he, he did it for a lot of people. So, I'm sure in the world there are so many people that just got together because, well, thanks to Michael Jackson. That's for sure. So do you guys have a special song of Michael? Maybe uh, Jenna va parler fin de nous? Oh, well, <laughs> maybe not this one because the French <laughs> translation was not that good, actually. That's what they say, anyway. yes. <laughs> Oh, well, t tell us about the French translation of it. It's not very good. It's, it's strange. It's not really... No, it doesn't really fit with what it was originally. So, but and anyway... The person who did it just tried her best, I guess. So, and Coco. probably Michael, Michael liked it like like this. So why not? But uh, <laughs> it's mm. not that good. So anyway, well, what's, the, what's the special song between you two? You don't. You, can you share? Well, well, we don't really have a special song together. No, because we listen to you know all the different eras, and sometimes we quite disagree actually on some songs or some <laughs> albums <laughs> Typical. so well I, i'm very very much into the j5 stuff as i said i don't like so much the jackson's era well uh, the, the, the the latest part i mm -hmm. would say yeah I, i didn't really like it so much but uh no we don't really have a special song for for the two of us never okay. mind <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for uh, coming well, over and for your, all your work. Thank you so much for appreciating and for the support as well. Thank you. Oh, we're <laughs> honored. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Goodbye. you. Bye. Bye. Hello. <laughs> Hello. So lovely. You're a lucky man, Bryce. Yes. I wish <laughs> I had a wife that loved Michael as much. I could get away with a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. So we're going to wrap up the, the interview with you guys now. And I just wanted to say that we had a little bit of technological problems today and uh, we got Isabel back on the line and she's joining us from her car as she zooms around doing many busy things on this Saturday that she's speaking with us. Um, so, but it worked out well in timing because this is the, the last little bit of the interview. Okay. So guys, uh, can you please uh, let the listeners know where they can find you across social media and uh, where your books are online? Yeah, you can find me uh, on Twitter for sure, on Piano Blanc, like uh, a white piano, Donc, Piano Blanc in French. And you can find me on Facebook, 
Uh, I have a special account for Michael, uh, which is Isabelle Stegner Petitjean. And I have my own uh, website, which is uh, Michael Jackson France Musicologie at com. And for my books, you can find them on uh, Amazon point, uh, or Amazon at com or uh, for my publishers, uh, which are De La Tour France or L'Armatan for the first one. But the English uh, translation of Dangerous is uh, also on De La Tour France, but on Amazon.com, that's more easy, maybe. And also the ebook, right? Yes, you, I have uh, the ebook, and uh, you, I also sell my uh, conferences, my talk about Michael uh, in French. It is a DVD. So you can see uh, many, many uh, pictures concerning the dangerous and all the artwork it is uh, related to. And uh, you have my speak. The same I gave to people in USA or in France. You can find it uh, in French or in English uh, on Amazon at uh, FR for France. All right. And how about you, Bryce? All right. You can find me on Twitter with my real name. And uh, <laughs> that's right. And... I am on Facebook. I have a Facebook page as, a, as an author, Boris Najar, on Facebook. And I am on LinkedIn for a professional uh, link. And uh, maybe uh, you can find me on uh, my website, borisnajar.com. My website is in English, too. And uh, you can find my books on, uh, on Amazon. Okay. Uh, is that Amazon.fr as well or any Amazon? Uh, Amazon.com, uh, no problem. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Isabel and Bryce, for joining us on this special day of remembrance. And um, we really appreciate you sharing your stories. And we hope that that helps today just that little bit easier for fans all across the world. And also thank you again for all of the work that you do for not only the French fan community, but the worldwide Michael Jackson community. It's really a lot of work, but it is greatly appreciated. Uh, you're yeah. welcome. It it was a pleasure. Thank I, you so much. Yeah, thank you very much for in, your interest. It is this interview and for in, your passion because of technology difficulties and all those things today. It was not easy, but thank you very much for your passion and the time you took to your availability. Yes, thank you for everything, MJCast. Thank you so much. Oh, it's a pleasure. We wish you well, guys, and we'll talk to you again soon. I hope so. Yeah. Take care of you. Thank you. Okay, Michael on. Michael on. Bye. Bye. Au revoir. Bye. Bye. Au revoir. Au revoir. Merci. Merci. All right. And now we're going to go to a music break. We're going to listen to Better on the Other Side by The Game, featuring Chris Brown, Didi, Boys to Man, Usher, Paulo Dadan, Mario Wynan, and DJ Khalil. Remember the first time I seen you move? I believe I could do anything. You made the world dance. You made the music come to life. This is that song with the angels cry. Look up in the sky and I wonder why. Why? Why you had to go, go? I know it's better on the other side. For the greatest. You were chosen from the start. You're never gonna let you go. God chose you. Michael Jackson, 
for a legend Don't breathe for a second Now let the air out Grab a hand of somebody you care about So you can hear my message My confession Somebody tell Usher I seen a moonwalk I guess the young thriller touched him Like he touched me Like he touched you So carrying his legacy Something I must do And I trust you Lighting candles Concrete visuals Me and my brothers Mr. Jackson 5 in our living room First thing I did When I heard was called Puff Cause him and Mike Try to stop the beat between us Who is us? Me and 50 That beef is dead Him and young Mike Jackson Gonna take us to the ledge Starts to flicker, winless my air ones. MJ was my nigga, not the one that played ball, the one with the Hollywood star. And since I'm a Hollywood star, I'ma tell you my story. Never had a family that close, never seen Barry Gordy walking through Interscope. Just like me, they always had Mike Interscope. No matter what you say, I'ma love him, and he's still dope. Let me take you back to 85 when I was in a zone, dancing for my mama, thriller jacket with the zippers on. Now I'm doing 90, about to crash in his Aston, listening to out. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Anything I could ever do to better you. Your son was all king, so we gon' credit you. I'm writing this letter to all of the Jackson kids. We all Jackson kids. Time to let us through. studio musician and engineer with michael jackson and you're listening to the mj cast okay jason that was a great chat we had with bryce and isabel we're really lucky that we did manage to get the whole interview with some of the technical difficulties we'd had along the way yes very lucky uh, that we got them on the line you know it's very difficult to have people from 
different parts of the world in different cities they were and i'm in houston you're in australia it's crazy but this uh web came together so we can make this amazing episode with amazing authors and people that have a lot of knowledge about michael jackson yeah we're really lucky to be able to share things like that and something else that we're going to be really lucky to share right now is some audio submissions that are from our listeners. So some of you guys have sent in uh, audio and we asked you a few questions. So I wanted to say um, thank you to, and this is the order that they'll be playing in, uh, Eniola Yawande and Sharon Kisner, Vico from Finland, Morgan, Ashley White, Lachlan Bradbury, Austin Ernst, Hassa, and Rennie St. Louis. So we're going to start off with Eniola Yawande, who starts off telling us she was in college, which I found out was in a remote state in Nigerian Africa. Hello, the MJ cast and fellow MJ fans. I was in college when I heard of MJ's passing which I didn't believe at first when I heard it because there's been a a rumor the previous year that MJ died. But then I got to realize that MJ is really slept in bed and that was quite hard to deal with. What I love most about MJ is his humility. I love his humbleness and uh, we can see this in everything he did in his personal life, in his music, the way he put thoughtfulness into his songs are just remarkable. MJ sing a lot of songs and um, take for instance a song like Dirty Diana. If someone today sings that song, we all know what's going to be in it because it's meant to be a groupy song. But MJ put a lot of thoughtfulness in putting the lyrics together. He's like, okay, I know this is the message I want to pass, but at the same time, I don't want to offend others. I don't want to be disrespectful, which is really kind on his part. And we look at uh, a song like, um, they don't care about us as well. I mean, this is a protest song, an angry song, a song in which if someone sings it today, there's going to be a lot of disrespectful, angry words in them. But still, MJ's like, okay, this is the message I'm passing, but still, I want to do it in a humble way. MJ has got the right to say whatever he wants in his song. He has the right to do whatever he wants with it. But still, he acknowledges the um, respect for others, which I really love that about him. As a look at what happened with the words he used in um, They Don't Care About Us, that he had to like, write an apology. Like, my word, who does that? It takes a great deal of... Um, humility to do that and I really love that about him and we see example of that we hear about it from the people he walked with how humble it is is just what made him the greatest and I really love him for that hi everyone 
My name is Ashley White. I'm 19 years old and from England. How did I hear about Michael's passing? I heard about Michael's passing the morning of June 26, 2009. At that time, I didn't know who Michael was, as unfortunately, I never grew up with his music as a child. However, with his music videos being on heavy rotation on all music channels, on the TV, days and even weeks after his death, it wasn't long before I became an obsessed fan for life and discovered who the real Michael Jackson was. What do I love most about Michael Jackson? The thing I love most about Michael was his love for others and his mission to heal the world, even when he was mercilessly attacked by those who wanted to destroy him. He always remained humble right throughout his life and never judged anyone, even when the world never stopped judging him. I'd like to see Michael Jackson remembered as not only one of the greatest artists of all time, but also as one of, if not the, greatest humanitarians of all time. Too often is Michael looked at by others as a controversial figure or as the person the media tried to betray him as, and all us friends know that couldn't be further from the truth. Thank you for listening. Greetings, MJ Cast listeners. My name is Rennie San Luis, and I'm a loyal listener in the United States from the great state of Tennessee. On June 25, 2009, I was on my way home from work when I received a phone call from my mother. She told me that they had just announced on the news that Michael Jackson had passed away. At first, I was in complete disbelief. I had heard some false rumors of a possible illness and, and maybe Michael was trying to back out of some of the concert dates that he had for the This Is It shows in the weeks leading up to this very moment, so I kind of just thought, well, this must be another rumor. But then, as I continued driving home, I heard the confirmation on the radio that it was in fact true. My heart just sank. I mean, I was, I felt this sudden rush of sadness, I mean, could this really be true? Was he really gone? Unfortunately, once I got home, it just became all too real. And that night, I just sat glued in front of my TV, watching every single report that I could. I watched and I listened and I was just in a complete daze. My head was cloudy. I mean, I was in a fog just trying to absorb the tragic news. Well, in the days and weeks after that night, you could just see this tremendous outpouring of love and loyalty and all over the world, fans gathered celebrating this man who entertained them, who inspired them, and more importantly, who united them. Michael is an artist like no other. He had this incredible ability to touch every feeling, every emotion inside of his audience through his music, his lyrics, his visual interpretations, his amazing dance moves, he left the world with a gift that few people could. And that was the gift of magic. He made you believe. He made you believe that everything and anything is possible if, if you just believe in yourself. He made you believe that through his music and his songs, we could unite and heal the world. He was so magical that he made you believe that dancing backwards was actually really cool. And he perfected it with style and grace and a fluidity, almost like he was from another world. Michael is magic, pure and simple. And that's what I love most about him. And that's what I miss the most about him. The state of the world needs magic now more than ever before, and I will always be grateful that I was able to experience 
every facet of the greatest artist of my lifetime. So thank you, Michael. Thank you for the gift you gave the world. And thanks to the MJ cast for their hard work, dedication to the fans, and for the opportunity to share my story. Thank you. On June 25th, 2009, uh, it was really early in the morning here in Finland. I had just woken up and I was really young back then. I was 10 years old, so I didn't go straight to read the newspaper or check the news online or anything like that. But I was sitting on the couch in our living room and I remember vividly how my dad comes walking in and it's the first thing he says to me that morning and he gives me the news that Michael has passed. And it was the worst way to start that morning. You know, I, I was young, I was 10, but I had been a fan for many years. I was introduced to Michael by my friends at a very young age and had been a fan for for years, even at that point. So it was shocking and I was really hurt by the news. And I can't believe it's already been eight years since then. The thing I love most about Marco is honestly the simple fact that he was a good man and a good person. I'm sure many people will be talking about his charity work and all that stuff. But you can never say too much, you know, you can never talk about that too much. You know, I became a fan because of the music, because of his dancing, because of his amazing talents. But... I stayed a fan for all these years because of him as a person and I will stay a fan for the rest of my life because of him not just the music but him as a person as a man and that's so important what you know he was such an inspiration to me and that's what I love most about him just his personality how he cared for people how he cared for the environment how you know you all that stuff It's so important to me and such a big inspiration. And that's what I love most about him. Simply him. Hi, this is Hassa from Australia. Um, so it was actually June 26 in Australia. Um, I had just woken up and there was a whole bunch of text messages. And first ones I had read were like, hey, how you doing? Um, and I replied back not knowing. Yeah, great. How you going? Um, and then um, as I scrolled through more messages... I saw that people were talking about Michael and I turned on the TV straight away. There was all this speculation and so I wasn't really that deep into it, but then once Jermaine came out, it didn't really sink in. I had to actually go to work and I was kind of looking forward to it because I've got two other friends in my team that were huge Michael fans. Every day before work we would gather around one of our desks and talk about Michael for about 20-30 minutes so it was good to go to work to have their support but once we got there we were the only three that were just on our desks just sitting down not saying a single word um, while everyone else around us were talking about Michael that day and a lot of it wasn't very nice so the three of us ended up just going into a room with our team leader and um, our team leader was telling us a story how she had seen Michael in the 80s and basically we all had a cry and left work early and went home and yeah once I went home it was just slowly sank in and um, my friends that lived in the same apartment we all kind of just watched MJ concerts and music videos and um, yeah why I love MJ the most I mean it was his music obviously that made me fall in love with him in the first place but the more I got to know him and the more I got to know his heart 
um, how much he loved humans and the world and the animals and everything. Um, you, you just can't go past his heart, how much love he had for everyone and everything and his fans and family and kids. And, yeah, it, we could all learn a thing or two from Michael. And, yeah, uh, thanks. Hi, MJ Cast. This is Sharon Kistner. On June 25th, 2009, I was at home and the news came on. Shortly thereafter, they announced that MJ had passed and I was just like, no, 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 this can't be real. This cannot be real. And it was really a sad day. Um, the thing that I love the most about MJ, of course, is his music and secondly, his beautiful heart and the things that he did for the world. I wish he was still here. Hi, this is Austin Ernst. Uh, I'm on Twitter at creativeartape. I'm from Chesapeake, Virginia in the United States. And I am 21 years old. Uh, this is a mission for the MJ cast. Longtime fan, started from the beginning. When MJ passed, I was in around 8th grade. I don't necessarily remember where I was at. I just remember just, just automatically just seeing every TV. Just just said it. Just MJ taken to the... I think I saw actually first MJ was taken to the hospital. I was like, oh crud, what's up with that? Then it just all said he passed. I mean, it was just freaking surreal. And immediately after that, my brother was showing me documentaries on YouTube and we were just looking. We were so into it. I had been a fan, a ca very, very casual fan for ever since I was back in fourth grade. I wasn't super into him. I mean, I was as a casual fan. I, I knew he was genius. I was hugely around that time into like the thriller video, the beat of it. I loved that. But I was still a more casual fan. I didn't go deep any deeper than that. But after that, I did. My favorite thing about Michael Jackson. He's the man. It's just his fear, fearlessness. In a lot of ways like Prince, but in his own way, he was so dedicated to morals and just, just keeping it true for, and loving everybody. And just wanting to spread art and love and humanitarianism to the world. He's an inspiration. I mean, this is dedication to the craft, all his craft, whether it be his music, his fashion, his dance moves. He knew what was good, what was of good quality, what was just to take it further he could envision, envision it him and, and Prince were what I was looking for as a music so many of my peers had music fans or music fans of different people like you know Springsteen and all those other rockers and all that and that's cool I, I respect that but I was always looking for somebody else that thought the way I did in terms of innovation and rhythm and just hard good quality creative music that took you to different places and that inspired you and Michael was a huge huge part of that and I, I discovered his music it's like a piece of me was filled and he will never be replaced thank you to the mj cast it's a sad day for the june 25th anniversary of his passing but he lives on thank you what i was doing the day i heard the news i was getting ready to go to school the day i heard the news school that day was surreal to me just trying to comprehend what had happened struggling to believe it was really happening what i admire most about michael I admire Michael's strength and resilience when facing adversity. He was able to persevere through so much in his lifetime and was still able to give so much love. And seeing what he was able to overcome gives me hope that I can overcome the problems that face me in my life. My name is Morgan, and when Michael Jackson passed away in 2009, I was 10 going on 11 years old. 
and I remember I was sitting on my porch outside my house and it came up on the news and I heard my parents start talking about it. And I was still pretty sad, but all I knew about Michael Jackson at the time was that I really liked the song They Don't Care About Us, so it didn't register as much as it would have now. And what I love most about Michael Jackson is his determination to stand up for what's right and what he believed in, and the way he would put that into his music, and just all of the ways that he tried to change the world, and how he inspired other people to try and change the world. And even now, that far-reaching influence is still there, and I think that's amazing. Thank you to everyone that sent in audio submissions this year, our third year of including listener submissions for this this very special the 25th of June that is not an easy day for us. So thank you everyone for listening to the MJ cast today and thank you for those that contributed. Uh, we do hope this makes it a little bit easier and know that you're not alone out there. Jason, I wanted to say thank you for sharing your story earlier in the episode as well. Mm-hmm. You did not share your story, but we'll save that for the next one. I've shared it in other episodes. Ah, okay, that's that's okay then. I'll go back and listen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think the very first June 25th we did, I did it in that one. Ah, okay. Well, at this point, I will quickly share our social media. So in case you're not following us across the network, our website and everything we've discussed today and also links to Bryce and to Isabel's social media, they will all be in our show notes, and show notes can be found over at themjcast.com. They can also be found on your podcast app that you're listening to right now, hopefully. So podcast apps we're available are uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Podbean. We also put our shows up just without some of the elements such as music, they go up on YouTube and social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We are all found as the MJ cast or one word. YouTube channel is youtube.com slash C slash the MJ cast Tumblr, the MJ And our email address is the MJ at iCloud.com. Jason, please let us know where we can find you. You also host the MJ Cast and Espanol channel. Of course, yeah. People can find us at the MJCast.com slash Espanol. We are on Twitter very active every day at the MJCast Esp. We are on Facebook at the same address, the MJCast, Instagram.com slash the MJCast. We are on YouTube. You can find us under DMJCast in Espanol and also on Tumblr, dmjcast.tumblr.com. We share the same email address to dmjcast at icloud.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much. I know this is going to be a big episode for you to edit together with all of this audio submissions and the music tributes that we've been playing today. And then I know you have to edit your um, NS Manuel channels special for June 25 together as well. You're going to be so tired at the end of this. <laughs> yeah, we're recording tomorrow and I'll be editing both simultaneously during the week. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, uh, pretty much at the end of this, the busy period is slowing down a bit. So you'll be able to catch your breath. It's okay. I love doing everything for MJ and I'm just so glad that the word is getting out 
and that MJ is being represented the way he deserves. Absolutely. And that's a, that's a really good point, actually. So if you know a Michael Jackson fan out there, just reach out to them today and make sure that they're doing all right. And also tell them about things like that you find, such as the MJ cast, let fans know and share the episodes across social media. That would be really great. Well, we've played a lot of musical tributes today. Uh, we're going to be closing with another one. Um, but before that, we also had a submission from a listener, Michael Marie, and she sent us a poem. So you're going to hear that poem. And then the last track today is the This Is It mix. It's the Ben Librand Old School Remix. Michael's life. Michael's life was like a garden. As he planted the seeds of peace, love, and humanity, his garden started to grow. All his life, he let his garden grow by spreading the message of peace, love, and humanity across the four points of the globe. The more he helped out with his favorite charities, the more his garden grew. All 50 years of his life, his garden grew. By caring for the sick world and the people, his garden matured. By helping mankind and the animal kingdom. Now that his work is done down here on earth, his garden flourished with ravishing flowers and tall growing trees. Now he sees his garden in his heaven home. I miss him so much. I want to follow in his footsteps by helping the sick children and injured animals. I want to help heal the world just like the King of Pomp once did. I want to have a garden in heaven just like MJ helping to spread his message of peace, love, and humanity, and my garden will bloom just like his. I love you, Michael Jackson. I miss you so much. I wish you were here with us. But I want to say thank you for leaving your message of peace, love, and humanity down here on earth for us to follow in your footsteps. Poem by Michael Marie Marley Jackson, age 14.
This is Diana Walzak, sculptor of the Michael Jackson history statue, and you're listening to the MJ Cast. Okay, and to remind our listeners over there in Tulsa that Moonwalk Talks, we have in also an event on the 25th, and you can also find a more in-depth interview with Isabel Petijan in our YouTube channel at, at the MJ Cast in Español. And I want to say uh, hi to Jamin and congratulate him on his little girl that actually came out not long ago and he's been busy taking care of the wife and I'm very happy very glad and we know the name it's been revealed and it's just been amazing times very happy moments and I can't wait for my own <laughs> absolutely we we miss Jamin but uh, he's very busy with his little daughter that was born the other week and he'll be back in a few episodes' time, you'll probably hear him on an upcoming special that we have coming up, though, as well, that we had pre-recorded before he went away. But, of course, I know he'll be listening today, and everyone out there will be sending his best wishes and congratulations on the arrival of his little baby girl. Yay! <laughs> and I wanted to say thank you so much for tuning into the MJ Cast. We really do appreciate that you are listening, because... It's a show by fans such as Jason and myself, and it's a show for you guys out there. So thank you for listening to the MJ cast. We wish you all the best on this day of remembrance, and I will talk to you again soon. Michael on. Keep Michael in.
Cast.